The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. Hey, I was, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he bent me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. It touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name, that happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. Jerry Lawler. Jerry the Queen, I mean King Lawler, what do I think about him? Uh, he was good, and I used to not like him, but I made a lot of money with him, but I don't hate nobody no more, not even you, Jerry Lawler. Holler at Fargo to come in the ring and stop all the horsing around that he's ready for him. Referee Dave Ferguson trying to get Jackie Fargo back in his seat. Jackie had a ticket stub for the first goal. Tommy Rich catches Lawler from behind, pulls him into a deck Tommy Rich has upset Jerry Lawler for the NWA Southern Heavyweight Championship. Fargo jerks Rich out of the ring. A three count and Rich is the new Southern Heavyweight Champion. Somebody say something about Jarrett Parsons Wrestling has outdone themselves. Fans, take a look at the youngest World Heavyweight Champion of all time. The greatest career biopic DVD in the history of professional wrestling. See Tommy Rich in the 70s, into the 80s, and even into the early 90s on the independent wrestling scene. We've got matches from Memphis. Continental, the IWWA, Jerry Blackwell, Southern Championship Wrestling, Deep South, and so much more. Great rare footage you've never seen. Matches between him and Rock Parsons. Matches between him and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Fans, you're going to want to get this DVD, and you can't beat the price. Go check it out at JarrettParsonsWrestling.com. That's right, JarrettParsonsWrestling.com. Fire it up, Wildfire. 
Hello and welcome to another feature episode here on the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcast empire. I am JP John Paz and on today's episode we welcome in Adam Parsons from Jarrett Parsons Wrestling TV. Adam of course is the son of legendary wrestler and promoter Rock Parsons and of course with it being Jarrett Parsons Wrestling you know that a Jarrett is involved and obviously the relationship here is with Jerry Jarrett the legendary Memphis promoter one of the greatest minds in the history of pro wrestling a great booker obviously as well just an unbelievable chat we had here today with Adam talking about Jared Parsons Wrestling and I just, I love this channel. It's available on Roku TV for free. It's also available on Amazon Fire Stick. It's just such a cool channel if you're an old school wrestling fan like obviously I am and obviously a, a lot of you are listening out there as well are and I feel like this channel is really out there for those fans that not necessarily don't like WB, but really aren't interested in what WB is all about now and the differences they've made to pro wrestling and the way pro wrestling is done now. I feel like if you are a fan of old school wrestling, you're not anti-current wrestling, but you just don't enjoy it as much as you used to. So you really kind of find yourself looking for stuff that may be old school or stuff that maybe you haven't seen in a while, some older territories, some wrestling that is just not readily available maybe not even available on youtube or somewhere on the internet daily motion you're just really looking for cool wrestling and where can you go well Jarrett parsons wrestling is where to go i just absolutely love it because you're thinking you're like oh man i want to relive some memphis well they have a show reliving memphis and adam's on the show he's the host and he interviews jerry Jarrett all about memphis and you go through angles and matches and thoughts and why this happened why that happened is just so damn cool and i really really enjoy that and then another territory that's on there continental wrestling with ron fuller the tennessee stud it's very hard to get a hold of even on youtube it's hard to find stuff so i mean so if you're really kind of looking for it you just go to jared parsons wrestling you know like i do on, on roku and i enjoy watching some old continental some armstrong some fullers a little bit of jimmy golden thrown in there i mean really great stuff jerry stubbs and my, my god a uh, young arn anderson you name it continental had a great territory absolutely love it and that's not all i mean there's so much else on there i mean you got portland wrestling you got southwest championship wrestling obviously texas all-star wrestling you got buffalo wrestling you got polynesian pro got iwa you got icw with the pafos just so much great cool unbelievable stuff you get on here if you're a real true fan if you love some old school wrestling you absolutely love this channel and now they have a website jaredparsonswrestling.com you can get so much stuff on there you can download shows you can get dvds if you'd like they even have a really cool card set involving bruiser brody that is highly rare and hard to get i mean if you're looking for great dvds Look, they got Macho Man, uh, Antonio Noki, Bam Bam Bigelow, Old School Gorgeous George, Ernie Ladd, Jimmy Valiant, Young Shawn Michaels, Rock and Roll Express, The Sheik from Detroit, Big Time Wrestling. I mean, you name it, and they got it. I highly recommend Jared Parsons Wrestling. If you want to get it on Amazon Fire Stick, you can do that. I do it via Roku. And if you want to buy it and own it and, and have some physical copies, you can go to JaredParsonsWrestling.com. 
And also, if you want to just download it and just have it readily available whenever you want on your computer, you could do that as well. I mean, it's great stuff. Also, go to ProWrestlingTees.com, and they have a great store on there as well. Just type in Jared Parsons Wrestling into the search bar, and you will be able to see some great stuff on there from JPTV. So without any further ado, just want to send it along to the interview with Adam, who you will learn a lot more about. Not only is he a host, but he was a wrestler, a booker, a referee, ticket taker, selling programs, putting up posters, putting up the ring. He's done it all in the professional wrestling business. Obviously, when your father is Rock Parsons, you're kind of born into wrestling and you're kind of just thrown into it. But he really loves it and he really loves the business. And this is a great, fun chat talking not only about just him, but also, of course, about Jarrett Parsons Wrestling. So one more time, that is Jarrett Parsons Wrestling TV on Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, and you can hit the website up at JarrettParsonsWrestling.com. Joining us on the line right now is Adam Parsons from Jared Parsons Wrestling TV. Adam, welcome to the two-man power trip. What's going on? Not much, man. It's Memorial Day. Right now it's being taped, so I've just been out grilling, hanging out, enjoying, anyway, enjoying the day. So what's up with you? Yeah, the same old, same old, pretty much the same, uh, just kind of hanging out. So what is going on with Jared Parsons Wrestling? Well, you know, there's there's a lot going on right now. Um, of course, we're on Roku and Fire Stick, which many of your fans know because Mr. Jarrett's been on here before um, mm-hmm. yep. at Jarrett Parsons Wrestling TV. Uh, but also, we've had a new website. It's JarrettParsonsWrestling.com. We've got the cheapest wrestling footage that you can purchase per DVD or download in the world. Um, we're very proud of that. DVD seven ninety nine plus shipping and downloads at only two ninety nine. Now, what is available? What do you got? I mean, you guys got some rare stuff and some rare footage. So what do you guys got on there? Oh, we got everything that's available on our channel. Um, a little bit more exclusive as far as as far as the matches, but the territories are the same. We got Polynesian Pro. We got Portland. We got Memphis, Southwest, uh, Papa's ICW, ICW uh, Dick the Bruisers, Indianapolis, uh, the Sheik's Detroit. Uh, let me think. That's it. I think I about covered it all. Southwest also turns into Texas All-Star, which has Shawn Michaels, Big Bubba, the one-man gang. Um, but basically, all the territories that we have on Jared Parsons Wrestling TV on Roku and Firestick, we have the same uh, lineup as far as territories go on JaredParsonsWrestling.com. Just a little bit more exclusive matches that we don't necessarily feature on our free channel. Now, as far as you guys getting all this footage, how did you guys acquire all this footage? Because it's, like, amazing if you really sit down and you think, like, wow, you know, take the Bruce, you got WWE, you got ICW, you got Polynesian Pro. I mean, how did you guys acquire all this footage? You know what, that's a, that's a question we get asked, and I think I got asked it more than um, I ever thought I would. And kind of the way that started my dad in the early 90s, uh, started buying tapes, actually from Dick the Bruiser first, he called up Dick the Bruiser and said, hey, you got all these tapes, and you're not really doing anything with them. I'd like to buy them from you. And Dick at the time, I won't say he was he was past his time, 
but he was kind of not understanding what my dad was saying. Basically, in the early 90s, my dad had the idea of creating a wrestling channel, like a TV channel um, at the time, that would play nothing but classic wrestling, 24 hours a day. And he started with Dick the Bruiser buying the tapes, and uh, from Dick the Bruiser, he started buying tapes from the Sheik, uh, which the Sheik uh, trained my dad. Um, so then, from that point on, my dad kind of stopped. He got about 50 hours of wrestling. He talked to George Cannon, who owned uh, Superstars of Wrestling in Canada. Got a few hours from him, and he kind of stopped. He was just promoting wrestling. Got kind of busy, and and over the course of time, over about 20, 25 years, um, he eventually bought half of the PM Films catalog, which any of your uh, Super Tape Trader wrestling fans will remember PM Films. He bought half of that catalog right before the Oakland family, as in Gene Oakland's family, uh, bought it. So he bought about 1,200 hours from him, plus what he accumulated by himself, um, and ended up buying the rest of the library. It was a lucky deal for him. I didn't pay much for it. I won't give the dollar amount. For what it's worth and what he paid is astronomical. Um, but he's made a lot of money doing it, and he kind of got me involved, my brother Michael involved, which Michael's – Michael's the chief, man. Michael doesn't get any credit. He's the editor, uh, works 40, 50, sometimes 60 hours a week on all this stuff. He keeps our channel afloat, keeps the DVDs going. Um, but it's been a great journey. I've met a lot of people doing it. I got to talk to the, on the phone with a lot of people. Uh, met Jerry Jarrett through it. So it's been, a, it's been a pretty crazy journey with a guy in the early 90s having a dream that, that Vince McMahon um, hadn't came up with yet. Vince McMahon just – he didn't have quite have the cap that Vince McMahon has. I guess you right. So what's the relationship like with the Jerry Jarrett? Obviously, Jared Parsons. So what's the relationship like with Mr. Jerry? Uh, you know, I would consider Mr. Jarrett, um, you know, even in person, I call him Mr. Jarrett. But I would consider him, I don't want to say um, like a business partner because he's really not. He's really not a business partner to me. If I, if I called him right now, he answered the phone. We could talk. And he's a busy guy, so I don't want, I don't want to keep him. But uh, I wouldn't consider him like an uncle or a grandfather or anything, but he's to me, he's family. Uh, I just had a son born. He's 15 months old here in a week, and uh, I wanted his name to be Jared uh, when he was born. And, and just because of that, he had put a lot of faith in me as kind of being the lead host on the whole deal. And uh, at the time, I was only 19 years old, didn't a lot of faith in myself that I could do something like that. And he put the faith in me. So, uh, Mr. Jarrett's like family to us. I mean, you know, if anything tragic happens, we call, uh, give our condolences, give our blessings, Christmas cards, birthday cards, things like that. So, I mean, he's just as much family to me as anybody. As far as your father, Rock Parsons, obviously, you know, wrestler, was a promoter. What's kind of his stake in everything? Is he kind of overseeing everything with Jared Parsons, or is he, he kind of laid back? Um, you know, they're they're business partners, and Mr. Jarrett has said this is one of the few people he's ever done this with. It's 50-50 for them, and uh, some people don't want to agree with that. We've had some people who own footage uh, or we, we, we lease tapes from that um, really don't believe that. They believe that Mr. Jarrett's getting a lot bigger percentage than what he is. It's 50-50. That's uh, my part. My my dad owning the footage and Mr. Jarrett having the the business mind and the insight and of course my father as well. But they're a team. Um, it's really fifty fifty, more of a brotherhood, I guess you could say, than a partnership. Um, we all battle through this together. Um, we all go through the tough times and the good times together. So, but it is fifty fifty. My dad's just as equal as what Mr. Jarrett is. Um, of course, with Mr. Jarrett having his name, uh, being able to put it out there gives him a little bit more. Uh, I guess you could say it gives a little more legitimacy 
than my dad. My dad's becoming just as big of a name as him um, through the network, and, and he deserves it. I mean, my dad's worked very hard for all this to happen. And Jerry, Jerry, credibility too. I mean, obviously, long time great promoter, which helps yeah. as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and a lot of people don't realize that Jerry was, uh, you know, partners with Nick Goulas in Memphis, and and Mr. Goulas was part of the NWA, and and Jerry broke away from from Goulas uh, being a part of the NWA. But the NWA actually sided with Jerry Jarrett. They didn't side with Nick Goulas. So Jerry Jarrett's the only wrestling promoter that, that double-crossed the NWA, and the NWA said, you know what? We should go with this guy. Hmm, right. Know, so I mean, he was the last NWA promotion added in, the last NWA territory. So I mean, he's got a, his track record's uh, you know, pretty good. Now, what made you kind of want to really get involved? Was it just in your blood? You just always loved professional wrestling, always a fan? Man, I didn't have a choice. Uh, I grew up around, you know, I always told people, I met Kevin Sullivan one time. I was a referee. I was a junior in high school, and I was refereeing for this spot show for this indie promoter. Kevin Sullivan was in there, and all these guys were talking to Kevin Sullivan about what he did in WCW, what he did in ECW, whatever. And I came up to him. I'm 16, almost 17 years old, and I said, you know what? I said, I remember being a little kid and watching you and Austin Idol go against the Freebirds in Georgia Championship Wrestling. And he said, either your dad was really smart or you're a lot older than what you look. Hmm. And I said, well, my dad just gave me a lot of, you know, I lost a lot of tapes growing up whenever, and I got to see a lot of Georgia Championship Wrestling. So uh, I grew up on it. You know, Tommy Rich was my favorite wrestler growing up. It wasn't The Rock. It wasn't a Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, I'm 24, so I grew up right in the middle towards the end of the Attitude Era. But it was Tommy Rich, who was my favorite wrestler, and he still is. And Jerry Lawler was my second. I grew up around it. Um, started taking jackets at six, five, six years old. Started sitting at the ring at seven or eight years old. Started refereeing at 13. Uh, promoted my first card at 16 years old. And then I started wrestling at 19. So I didn't have a choice. You know, I, I kind of just grew up in it. And I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Wow. Such a family business getting started so young. Wow. It's, and, and, Knowing the Georgia Championship Wrestling at that age, pretty impressive, too. Oh, my dad had a very few hours of it, uh, maybe 35, 40 hours of it, of Georgia and some of Memphis and some of whatever. But I grew up, I can remember being a little kid, five, six years old, and I knew who Tommy Rich was uh, just as much as I knew who The Rock and Stone Cold was. As far as kind of you and, and being involved and stuff, is it really cool kind of, doing a show with Jerry Jarrett, you know, for the Roku channel stuff and being able to be the lead host and do that kind of stuff. Is that something you're more interested in actually wrestling and refereeing and that side of the business? Well, um, you know, when I host, I'm not in front of a crowd and, uh, some people don't have, uh, have that, that want to, um, but I do. I love being out in front of a crowd. And if you're on a Roku channel, you can check out pro wrestling night in America. It's the first channel on there. And uh, you can see an IWWA taping from Paris of last August. Uh, we were going to go back there, but due to COVID, we can't uh, as of right now. And I love, I love being out in front of the crowd. I love getting a big pop out of the crowd. I love, you know, uh, being a good wrestler, telling a good story, and doing all those things. Just as much as I love hosting, and just as much as I love booking. Um, so it's hard. I mean, you know, what what do I love the most? I don't know. I know it's it's not physically demanding for me to be a booker or for me to be a host, but um, you know, even at the end of the night, I'm a little bit sore. I've taken a lot of bumps or whatever. Uh, I love wrestling just as much as I love any of it. To be honest with you, I, I just I love this business. Um, 
if I could be offered a, a lifetime contract to do wrestling, promoting, uh, producing, hosting, whatever, I would do it. I mean, I, I just I just love professional wrestling, I, and I love all parts of it equally. As far as Roku and the channel, kind of give us a little preview about what else fans can look forward to and what else fans can see on there, because that's kind of a really, really cool aspect, seeing all this rare footage, but putting little shows and putting your own little spin on it as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've missed some promotions when I talked about it earlier. Um, Southwest Texas All-Star from San Antonio, the ICW from the Pothos, the IWA from the Carolinas, the Sheiks from Detroit, um, Barry Owens has released Portland Wrestling to us. Lars Anderson has re- released uh, a Polynesian Pro to us. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss some. Uh, we bought some Indianapolis from Dick the Bruiser. We bought some Indianapolis from PM Films. If anyone's a PM Films fan, um, they'll know what territories were on there, and uh, we own half of that library, um, along with the Oaklands. We own some Nick Golis wrestling from Memphis. We own some Jarrett wrestling from Memphis, and we also leased that from Nick Crane, who uh, owns some some masters from Memphis wrestling uh, out of the Evansville Channel. Um, we own some Vancouver, uh, some Quebec wrestling. I mean, it's just, you know, some black and white from the DuPont channel way back in the 60s, uh, if anybody listening would remember that. And then we got matches from Luthez to New Jack and everything in between, and it's pretty amazing. Um, and some Georgia Indies as well. Deep South with Jody Hamilton, Southern Championship Wrestling with Jerry Blackwell, uh, North Georgia Wrestling with Sammy Kent. You know, it's just and some stuff that my dad's done over the years with independent wrestling. It's pretty amazing what we own. Um, I'm very fortunate, very blessed to be a part of it. Yeah, it's awesome if you really think about it. Like, holy crap, and like the, the footage, the rarity of, of a lot of it is, and being able to own that footage and get that footage and put it out there is crazy. Also, a little bit of Continental, right, from uh, Ron Fuller? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I completely forgot about that, and I don't know how I could. It's the second best show on our network viewership-wise. Uh, Continental Wrestling was, was leased us by Ron Fuller. Of course, it's a split partnership deal. Uh, my dad went down and interviewed him, made five DVDs out of it, which you can get at TennesseeStud.com. That's TNStud.com. Uh, it's not on Jared Parsons Wrestling. Um, it's just a little bit easier to do it through Ron's website as far as splitting it. Uh, great. Five volumes. Unbelievable wrestling. And, and Continental such a great territory uh, that we consider the lost territory. And for that reason, they didn't get a lot of magazine publications, but man. I mean, Jerry Stubbs, Bill Ash, Jimmy Golden, Ron and Robert Fuller, Bob Armstrong. I mean, it's such an amazing territory and what an amazing history. Now, what is the most popular? So that's the second most popular. What is the most popular? Uh, the most popular, and, and uh, at the time I didn't think it would be, is Reliving Memphis Wrestling. Me and Jerry, Jared host that, and it's, it's going through 1984. Um, due to COVID, we couldn't host the last episode or two. Uh, my dad did it. Uh, did it by himself to kind of get 1984 out of the way. And we're looking for ideas on what we're going to do for, for the next season. Uh, we won't do 1985. It might be 87, 88. Uh, might be before 1984. We don't know yet. Not sure where we're going to go with that. But Reliving Memphis Wrestling with me and Mr. Jarrett. If you haven't watched it, you need to. Uh, get on Roku and Firestick, JarrettParsonsWrestling.com, and Jarrett Parsons Wrestling TV. But what better way to learn the Memphis Territory, one of the greatest territories of all time, than to have the booker and the owner of Memphis Wrestling uh, right there telling you the reasons of his finishes, of his booking angles, of why he brought this guy in. I mean, it's just it's an amazing show, and I'm very fortunate to be a part of it. Why are you staying away from 1985? 
1985 Memphis? Yeah, you said you're going to probably skip 85. Um, I think we just didn't want to go consecutive years. Oh, uh, we okay. wanted to try with something different. We just didn't want to lead right into 1985. Maybe we wanted to give fans a, a taste of something else. Um, some of those later 80 years, looking back on it, are better uh, than what you think they were. 85 was great. You had the Bill and Buddy show with Bill Dundee and Buddy Landell. And, um, but I think we just wanted to give a fan something else. Like, you know, they think right after 84, we're going to lead right into 85. We'll throw you a curveball. We'll go with 87 or 88 with Bam Bam Bigelow and Austin Idol and Tommy Rich and Jerry Lawler and, and just try to do something different. Uh, or maybe go back into the late 80s. It'll all be covered eventually, but I just don't – I think we just didn't want fans to expect – you know, Memphis was expecting the unexpected, mm-hmm. and we kind of wanted our network to be expecting the unexpected. Hmm. Well said, yeah. So unpredictable, uh, for sure, on Memphis. As far as kind of Memphis, what was your kind of favorite year when you were covering Memphis? Because, I mean, 82 has got to be a, a great one to cover as well. Uh, 82 and 83 is great, during all against Bill Dundee. Um, 84, I've grown to love, and I've grown to love it through the show. My dad said, you know, I think we're going to do 1984 first. And I said, why 84? You just got off Jerry Lawler versus Bill Dundee, you should have done 83. And he said, you'll be amazed at what's in 84. And every week we do it, I go, holy cow. I mean, look at the guys on this. And sometimes I mention it in the show. And the great part about the show is it's all done in one take. And unless I mess up someone's name or mispronounce someone's name, it was all done in one take. And I can remember being at Mr. Jarrett's house, which is where it's filmed, four or five hours at a time, taking five, six episodes, and never have a mess up. You know, never mistake someone's name, or we might stutter over something, but we just keep going. And the reason for that is that we want it to be raw. We want it to be as close to live as it can be, like it was in Memphis. But you think about that time period with Rude, Bundy, Lawler, uh, the Road Warriors, um, Tommy Ridge, Eddie Gilbert. There's so many guys who are there. And between the NWA Hall of Fame and the WWE Hall of Fame, 1984, I think I'd count at one time, had like over 25 guys that were in the Hall of Fame appearing on that year in 1984. And it's, it's amazing how much talent Jarrett had there uh, and how he realized that he could have gone national and competed with Vince, how successful it could have been because he had a loaded roster. It is insane, the, the amount of great talent that was in and out of Memphis at that time. Whew, and all the guys just uh, just became huge nationally for Vince and for the WWF. But it's awesome to see you guys having this old-school, rare footage. Some forgotten territories, obviously some is not so forgotten. But it's awesome to kind of keep the legacy of those territories alive. Yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's the best part is just is teaching new people old school wrestling, and I'm such a fan of that myself. I'm a fan of out there that watch me wrestle, which I'm I'm sure that few haven't um, on here, but I, I try to remain that. I'm not going to say that I'm as good as the guys were back then because I don't think I was, but uh, I, you know, I always try to replicate that in my matches, and it's just it's just such a special time period. And I just I'm trying everything I can, and I think the whole idea of this was to try. We feel like old school wrestling is going to die away, and we don't really want it to. We want to keep that memory alive. Absolutely. Now, as far as you guys getting footage, is there footage out there that you're looking to get? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't want to name any names because uh, we named some names in the past. 
I'll say CONCACAF, uh, Puerto Rico, uh, the World Wrestling Council. Uh, we were in discussions with them about, about purchasing libraries, and I don't know if you know this, but it's been about six months ago Vince McMahon bought it all. Um, uh-huh. So yep. we're not trying to name any promotions because the one time we did that, it seemed like I don't know if it was ironic or what, uh, that he had ended up buying all of it, and we were looking at purchasing it for a few years of it. Um, but there's some of the stuff that's still out there we're working on, and uh, we want to keep it around because we want to keep this channel going. Does WWE not kind of get in your territory, so to speak, but does WWE kind of uh, bother you guys at all as far as, like, them wanting some footage from um, you guys? It's been offered before. We've had – before this started, we were offered uh, – my dad was offered some money to sell some to sell some footage to them. Uh, he declined it. He kind of had the idea to do this, and he wasn't sure how he wanted to do it. But he finally got around to it, and there's been some uh, – you can probably figure out the names. There's been some road agents here recently or some agents that uh, previously worked for Memphis. We were friends with, with the Jarrett family that were fired that kind of told us that, uh, you know, that, that they were – that Vince was kind of interested uh, in our footage. So uh, we're kind of holding out right now. We like what we're doing. But, I mean, eventually down the road, I guess if the decimal point's in the right spot, we may do it. Gotcha. Any issues with them kind of wanting the footage, you guys getting the footage, and them trying to, like, strong-arm you or anything, you know, like any other kind of tactics that they would use or no? Not really, other than Puerto Rico. Uh, with Carlos Colon, they just offered a lot more money than we were going to offer. So there wasn't much we could do about that. As far as some, like, footage out there that you haven't been able to get, is it within your grasp? Is it something that's so rare you guys haven't been able to even get a hold of it, or you guys haven't even been able to find it yet? I think it's that we haven't really tried. Uh, we're just trying to see where we can get with our own. Now, as far as, you know, there's so much wrestling, and obviously if you go to the website, jaredparsonswrestling.com, you got DVDs and stuff too, even Buffalo Wrestling, which is which is a great rare territory on there as well. And then even throw out there, you guys have an awesome like, rare Bruiser Brody card set that I thought was pretty cool. So you guys are kind of, uh, you know, cutting up the pie. You guys got a lot of good stuff all the way around. Yeah, we do. We're kind of we're branching out and kind of experimenting with things, and I'm excited to see where it goes. As far as you, do you have an absolute favorite territory? I know you said you love Georgia Championship Wrestling, you love reliving Memphis, but do you have a favorite territory or favorite footage that you've been able to see? Uh, Memphis, without a doubt, 100%. As far as matches and, and angles and things like that, what was kind of your favorite part of Memphis Wrestling, whether it be wrestler, angle, feud? Um Law against Dundee, without a doubt, went on, you know, still goes on somewhat this day. Uh, it's, in my opinion, the greatest feud of all time. It's lasted longer, more matches, uh, drawn more money. Absolutely. Now, please give us one bad, last, like, big hard sell for uh, Jared Parsons Wrestling. Anybody that hasn't seen it or on the fence about it, tell us, you know, why they should want to see it or want to watch this footage, what they need to watch stuff like that. Give us one last hard sell for Jared well, you, Parsons Wrestling. You know what? It's not a hard sell. If you love old school wrestling, you love pro wrestling, you'll go to Jared Parsons Wrestling TV on Roku and Fire Stick. And if you want to buy our DVDs and downloads, you'll go to JaredParsonsWrestling.com and you'll at least check it out. But if you love old school wrestling, you'll go and do it. And if you don't love it, you won't. And uh, it's not a hard sell, you know, because the old school fans know what they want. As far as social media and stuff, do you guys have some plugs you want to give out? Yeah, it's uh, JPTV Wrestling on Twitter and uh, Jared Parsons Wrestling TV on Facebook. 
All right, good stuff. And don't forget Pro Wrestling Tees as well. You got a Pro Wrestling Tees store. Absolutely, you go to Pro Wrestling Tees and you search GarrettParsonsWrestling.com. Uh, our T-shirts will come right up. All right, Adam. Good stuff. Uh, great to hear from you. Awesome to hear how well Jared Parsons Wrestling is doing, and definitely going to relive some Memphis wrestling. That is for sure. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling. What the world is downloading.